Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Glee. Aggressive. Is excited to partner with Nettles and Paint. Looking for a unique gift or piece to add to your home? Nettles and Paint specializes in handmade home decor and divination tools. From posters to custom pieces, Nettles and Paint has everything for everyday spooky babes. They're also the exclusive home of the popular indie tarot deck, the RJC Tarot, featuring original digital collage in honor of the artist's college best friend. And now, Nettles and Paint is offering Glee Aggressive fans a special 10% off your first order with the code GLEEK. Visit nettlesandpaint.store to start shopping with code GLEEK. It's a Dappa Devil production, see? your first season two bonus content episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And Ian, I must humbly welcome you back to the second annual um, Glee Aggressive Fan Fiction Book Club Extravaganza. Yes. Um, it's like Oprah's book club, but um, more prestigious, I would say. It's like Oprah's book club, but there's actually no reading involved. Mostly just... <laughs> Mostly <laughs> just recounting, much like we yes. do with the rest of our fucking show. You know, I thought about it, I was like, I could sit down and read one of these, but then I was like, God, I don't want to. So, <laughs> I did some skimming. Therein is the key difference. That's the thing. It's it's definitely, like, more about the vibes. Um I do love that, like, you didn't actually fully read it, so there is a percentage of a chance that, like, you may have completely missed the point, which I say as, like, a compliment. I would, for some of these, I would hope I missed the point. <laughs> I don't want the point. Um, so we're here, post-season two. Mm-hmm. Ian, what was your general vibes for season two? Um, you know, mixed bag, but overall good. Yeah. Yeah, like, you fair. know, like, how you get, like, birdie bots every flavor beans, and, like, overall you're like, I enjoy this, but, like, you've come across a vomit or an earwax flavor. There was a couple vomits in here, for sure. I would say yes. this actually applies much like a regular thing of jelly beans, not even magic ones, because, like, sure. you get a regular thing of jelly beans, and you're like, yeah, I love these. This one's licorice, though, and I just don't want it. Oh, uh, see, that's where you and I differ, but I know I'm... That's like a Brodsky thing. Like, we like our licorice. The Brodskys anyway, love licorice. That's our. That's a different podcast. Honestly, I love that I now know this this new piece of Brodsky lore. That the Brodsky yeah, both family. my dad and I like licorice. It's like, it's, I don't know. It was never weird until I found out it was weird. And other people, like, my mom loves licorice. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not about it. And your mom is great. And she loves fucking licorice. So, <laughs> now let's say you were a young teenager highly invested in tv relationships try to put yourself in like put yourself back in time and put yourself in those shoes okay so i need you to just it's an it's an acting exercise so thank you yeah so imagine what could say imagine you're like a 13 year old girl there's been all there's been a lot of talk about 13 year old girls being cringe in the media lately because of the movie turning red I have not seen, but mm. heard. But yes, teenage girls are cringe. We all know this. So imagine right, this isn't news. No, and 
So imagine you're watching this show through the eyes of a young person who's really invested in TV relationships. What are you, where's your head at? What are you thinking and caring about? I, I truly think that the Ryan Murphy spell potion has worked and I am identifying most with Rachel Berry. Ooh. Because all I want as a dramatic 13 year old girl is to just like have the dude yep. and have like everybody like paying attention to me and be the star. And when they like kind of sort of fall in love again at the end of season two, that's kind of, that I imagine that that is pretty satisfying. That worked for you. That's good. I appreciate that. As the thirteen-year-old girl alternative to Ian to J. Ian, yeah. So you're on board for for Finchel of like. Rachel, I imagine so. Rachel Berry, um, perpetual outcast, still gets to end up with her hot jock. Right. Yeah. I mean that like that Revenge of the Nerds song probably stuck with me very much. Yes. Um, I was going to say, don't you forget about me, but that's not the same thing. And not even the same, like, right Yeah, ship. not even the same Because that's a popular, universe. and that's, like, popular girl with, like, stoner boyfriend, which we don't even have in Glee right now. N- not now. I guess the jock ended up with the weird alt girl of that, too. Are we talking about Pitch Perfect? No, I'm thinking of, um, no, I'm actually thinking of The Breakfast Club. <laughs> okay. You know... You know, valid. You're you're right. I am not in this scenario. But is there any jocks in Pitch Perfect? Like, are any of those kids jocks? I mean, no. There's no jocks overall, in Pitch no. Perfect. I feel like I feel like the jock energy is filled by like the Jesse and the Adam Divine of Pitch yes. Perfect. Like the troublemakers are like the jocks of the acapella world, yeah. which is a batshit crazy sentence. <laughs> That's a disgusting to say. sentence you said. It is. Well. I will tell you my... I, so I had a hypothesis going into this. Okay. And my hypothesis was that because this was season two and we have our first two canon queer relationships, not one but two, yes. I was like, that's going to ruin like our metrics from last season. Because as you recall, last season we had a lot of curtain puck for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. A smattering of Rachel and Quinn, but mostly it's like curtain puck and you're like, Okay, a couple curtain fins, very Kurt heavy. But I was like, well, sure. now that Blaine and Kurt became canon, and um, Brittany and Britanna did, surely that's what people are going to be having been writing. Right. I was, well, I'm not totally wrong. I was, <laughs> but I was more wrong than I expected. So wow. Let's t- you go on. So I'll tell you about my metrics as per usual. Using the site Archive of Our Own because fanfiction.net is a hellhole. I could look, but I'm afraid. Um, and I have everything I'm looking for was written between the uh, the date of season two airing, which was September 21st to 2010, and the season two ending, so the May 24th, 2011. So, this was only what was written during the season airing. So, I'm probably skewing my numbers by not including the summer hiatus. But, whatever. Whatever. And if you take... So, that means there was 1,229 pieces of fanfiction written between... For season two. On this website alone. On this website, yes. Holy shit. I'm now curious 
how many were written during season one. I was going to ask. And as someone who still has that saved, I can actually tell you with a little bit of searching. So for season one, there was only 333. Holy crap. So you can, this literally shows Glee's growth. Four times. Yeah. Glee was blowing up in the scene. So I took these like, like over a thousand works and I first, and I just like to sort them different ways because this beautiful site lets me sort things. So first I was like, mm. what was the most liked? They gave you some kudos. I was like, what was the most liked? And I was going in certain. I was like, this is going to be some, some like either claim shit that was like getting them together sooner or like post claim getting together, like kids writing makeout scenes for them because we didn't actually see them be a couple basically at all during. Right. I was a hundred percent wrong. The most liked one is still Kurt and Buck. Oh. Your summary is that Blaine won't shut up about what a fantastic kisser Rachel is, so Kurt decides to go to the source for lessons, and the source is one Noah Puckerman. Huh. Okay. Okay. Um, And in the acting world, we call that justifying. Yeah, right? You're like, of course, like... So, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't bother reading it because I don't want to, and I don't really support... Kurt and Puck. Second one, also fucking Kurt and Puck. And then there's one where literally everyone dates Kurt, so which really shows you who people were writing about on this side, at least. Yes, and that makes sense. You could see the Kurt relatability Yeah. of it all. Kurt and Puck, Kurt and Puck, Kurt and literally everyone, including Matt Rutherford, who, as we recall, isn't even on the show in this oh, season. Oh, man. Shout out to our old friend, Matt Rutherford. Kurt and Tina. Kurt and Quinn. Like, literally everyone. It's weird. Kurt and Puck and Kurt. Like, oh, he might end up with Blaine in that one. No, it goes the other way. Kurt and, <laughs> Kurt and Karofsky. Yikes. Um, Yikes. And then, we get every, and then we get a smattering of Quinn and Rachel in there. Because okay. that makes sense. But it's it's so much. It's like not until way down where the so that's what's the most liked i searched it and by one that people commented on the most and i believe that one is blaine and kurt and it's mm-hmm. a popular one but it's where kurt's dying of huntington's disease jesus christ <laughs> so they went dark yeah mama hummel had huntington's disease and the hudson hummel clan has to deal with kurt's inevitable early demise because he inherited it from his mother at 16 yeah, I guess so. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's that. And I was like, oh, that's depressing. What is the couple name for Quinn and Rachel? Um, do we have Faberry. I Faberry. Okay. All I could think was Quachel, but like that Ooh, sounds, sounds gross. gross. It does sound gross. And I apologize for that. So yeah, out of these like 1,229 like works that were written kurt is tagged as being a character in 707 of them so total again 1229 so okay let's see he's in like a solid percentage he's in over half yes that's like 57 percent of all of these are probably and then if you also were going by the numbers in terms of ones that are specifically about relationships like tagged with that Kurt and Blaine still take first place with having 422 
of them about okay. them. So quant- quantity-wise, they're up there. But I guess quality-wise, it's still fucking Puck and Kurt who take up so weird. 119. Santana and Brittany coming up also with 119. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wish I could either talk to someone who was in the fandom then or have a time machine and wonder. I just wonder why were people so invested in it? And, like, I remember last time we, we talked a bit about, like, the kind of, like, enemies to lovers, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. bully comes around, like, for, like, even forbidden right. fruit aspect of that. But, like, Puck's not even, like, too much of a dick in this season. Like, Puck's not he's in still this Puck. season so much because he's with Lauren Zeiss for most of it. Right. So, yeah. He's not so much, he's not a bully. And that's the biggest thing is he's not a bully this season. Right. That's why, like, I'm not, I don't love it. But I'm not shocked to see Kurt and Karofsky because that's like that's and maybe, that's exactly that. Who yeah. knows how many were pre pre death threat versus post death threat? Ooh, so, okay, yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot to think about there. Um, I will also note that the one, two, three, four, fifth most popular ship to write about this season was Mike and Tina, which like. Okay. I will say it's very possible that they're just tagged because they're in the background of every episode, and much like that, they're in the background of every fanfiction. I could see that too, but like, I'm just hoping that it's like, okay, we're going to give Mike and Tina some wholesome right. fantasy plot lines. So, I mean, good for them. Most people are writing about uh, the most act- additional tag is angst, so people are ready for this show to be depressing. Oh, God. But then I was like, okay, so that's, a lot of it's canon, because this was a time, and I guess a fandom, where people were writing within the world Ryan Murphy set up. Yes. So then I was like, well, what if people who were writing alternative universe works? People who were like, I want to step away. I want these characters, and I want to take them away from what Ryan Murphy's done. And the first Mm -hmm. one, like, the most talked about one of those is one where Kurt was sold into slavery. What the fuck? To Blaine, maybe? It's hard to tell. What? It's really hard to tell. And I'll tell you what, I really didn't want to read that one because it's fully, like, over that... 150,000 words. And I was like, I don't have the time and the energy. That's a fucking novella. No thank yeah. you. Yeah. About... I need a Spark Notes version for that itself. This God is a series damn. that was six parts long. It was most recently updated in 2017. Not even that long Not ago. Not that long ago. So that was a shock to me. And then it, there's like ones like people in the future, like this one's Quinn and Rachel, maybe in New York City. Fine. Sure. I think this one might be Star Trek. Yeah, this one's Star Trek. Which is... Okay. Happy for that. There's another slave one. Oh my god. And this no. is one where they're, it's Glee, but they're just, instead of a Glee club, they're a marching band. So, okay. like, that, like, yeah, let's do that one. Let's talk. Like. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Totally. I'm cool with and it. And that's Blaine and Kurt, Britanna, also Artie? Okay. I don't know. I don't know where Artie comes in. I'm just, I, if I didn't know this one existed before, just now I found this. I would love to know what. Okay, so, like, Tina is in Color Guard. That's great. Love that for her. I do. I think she'd be great. Okay, she's trying yeah. to date Mike Chang. 
I will say a lot of like the emo gothic girls in high school, in my high school, were in color guard. There you go. For some reason, that Venn diagram was a circle. Oh, this is a really Tina centric one. Honestly, I'm about it. Good for her. Um, yeah. So, this is for Tina. So then I found something I didn't want to find because the most kind of encompassing like thing that came out during that time it came out a little bit before it looks like the first one was written in september little right like september 9th so maybe two weeks before the season started and it's Mm -hmm. future based so it's a future fic it is 59 works in this series that sounds like a lot of time to commit to it fan fiction. started in 2010. It went till 2017. Okay. Um, and it is like the first one. It's your it's future. Puck is a bartender, in L.A., and he runs into Kurt, presumably. So it's Kurt and Puck sure. meeting in the future. They're all pretty short. Like I could read them very fast if I wanted to. Mm. But and so you're like, okay, I guess this is fine. Brittany lives in L.A. now too. But then at some point it becomes confusing. Because then suddenly Will and Finn start to show up as characters. Oh no. And I went, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, and yeah, this devolves into Finn and Will also being a couple in this 59 work series. Oh, throughout throughout the 59 were uh throughout the 59 editions. Yeah, during all of them eventually they become like it looks like it's around 20 parts in they become oh, a couple. God, no. Now, is it better or worse that this takes place sometime in the future? Define the future. Um, let's find out. Yeah, because I found one that's called that has the description of there are some lines that will won't cross. Okay. What are those lines? I guess dating his former protégés may be one of them, but he gets over Ugh. it. It looks like post-graduation, maybe not much farther. So, you could assume that they're, like, maybe 18, 19, maybe 20. Okay, well, okay. Okay, it's legal, I guess. Um, so, here's, here's what I've got. That but... Kurt went to New York, couldn't make it on Broadway. Mm, poor thing. Uh, packed up her bags and headed out to L.A., and he okay. got into the Fashion Institute of Merchandising Design. So he's probably early, late teens, early 20s, we're going to say. Okay. Definitely still not appropriate for Will to be thinking no. about dating his... Absolutely not. ...former student. Yeah, and Will is just like, I shouldn't date this stu- former student. But I'm pretty sure he does. Because Ugh. at the end of this 59 series, I think everyone gets married. So... Everyone, okay, At well. At least uh, Kurt and Puck and Finn and Will, so. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Five months after Kurt and Puck's wedding, Finn can't figure out what he and Will are waiting for. So basically, in every timeline, there's a world in which someone wanted Will to date one of these kids. I hate that. It's kind of, like, weird and unpleasant. That is so disturbing. To, we, we don't like to yuck anyone's yum, but also. But this, but yuck. Yeah. Um, so then, in all my shock and awe, I was like, well, how were people not, like, why can't I find any good, plain fix in this mess? That's what I'm wondering. So I decided to do more math, 
and find out what the first um first canon or like first written Blaine and Kurt fic was published. Mm-hmm. And it was published on October seventeenth of twenty ten. So I So that was really before I mean like at that point they had met. Yeah, so that was published after duets before uh, Rocky Horror. So Okay, so very early in like the the uh Blaine introduction. Yeah, because we meet Blaine. He doesn't even meet Blaine until November 9th. That's weird. I got it. I figured it out. What? So, it was started written before Blaine was introduced, and then they changed it and added a second chapter later in the game to okay. introduce that Darren Chris had arrived. And Okay. Because I haven't even told you the best part yet. It is a Moulin Rouge tribute. Really? Yes. Go on. So, Will assigns Moulin Rouge as the assignment of the week. Okay. And Kurt gets up and starts singing something from... He starts singing Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Of course he does. You know. And then he faints at the end. Okay. And it looks like... So, when this was started, he faints and he's caught by someone with strong arms and bottle blonde hair. Which makes it sound like it's supposed to be uh, with Sam. Sam. Because you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. people, everyone thought oh, Cord Overstreet yeah. was being brought in to be a boyfriend for yes, for yes. Um, and I feel like they use that term "bottle blonde" in that yes, like, first episode that he's in. They did so, man. And so they basically retcon it to make it yes uh, to make it Blaine. Yeah, because it's even said so. Um, this story is no longer. Oh God, take a wild guess at what you think a Sam Kurt Sam Kurt ship name is. There's two. Cam. Cert. Mm-hmm. Please don't tell me it's Squirt. It's not. It's somehow worse. One is Heavens. Hummel Evans. The other one I see here is Cum. Oh, no. Oh, K-U-M. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean... Uh, God. And yet, no one thought of Santitney. No, they couldn't go with Santini, but they got cum. <laughs> they got cum. Oh, I hate even looking at it. Like, seeing this I... word on my screen at all. I am so sorry for you right now. Yeah, so, yeah, everyone, no one knew Darren Chris was going to be. I wrote this story with the intention of shipping Kurt with the guy that everyone thought was going to be his boyfriend. But then Darren okay. Chris happened. You know, it always adds to the art when the artist has to walk in and justify. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sadly... This story was abandoned and never finished, so it actually ends with him meeting Blaine, and we never get to go any farther than that. Oh, that's really it. That was it. The second chapter is called You Okay, Honey. Rent. Yeah. But the next one after that, which I think is more accurate, is November 13th that it was published, which mm-hmm. would be right the next episode after we meet um Blaine so that's when someone was like I'm gonna get on it oh yeah and did you give us a number on how many plain fanfics like kind of the main subjects there were like do we ha- do we have a number on that uh for during season two or in all times both uh during season two there was 422 so like 57 percent 
of the season two works. Okay. If you're talking about in all of Glee fanfiction on this site, it's um, 17,749. Terrified. Honestly, not even that much can, for some fandoms. I, and that's why it's terrifying yes. to me. Um, and this one's, like, just cute. He's out to okay. dinner with Tina. He's been texting Blaine. He's trying to keep it secret. And then he texts, and then apparently Blaine has texted him lyrics from Katy Perry's Firework. Good. The opening Good lyrics. Do you ever, Do you ever feel, feel like a plastic bag? Oh my god. So, <sighs> and that's, it's, it's cute. It's probably adorable and the exact kind of thing you would write when you're like, finally. When you're, thir- you're yeah, 13. You're 13 like and Darren Chris and- is on this show and he's so charismatic. This one's, and Katy Perry's Firework yeah. is the hottest song at the moment. Yes. Um, yeah, and then, like, so then it goes to be much like you'd, uh, like you'd expect. Okay. If you are curious, yes, people are still writing plain fiction in the year 2022. The most recent one was published today, so. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, and then this one, it takes place in the Harry Potter universe. This also was published really? today. Really? Wow. Who are the main characters from the Glee? Wait, so like, who do we have here? Who are who? Well, who's our cast? Let list? me tell you the. Uh, let me read you the summary. This is outside of the okay. bounds of what we're supposed to be talking about, but I don't want to. I don't want to skirt past this. Harry, Ron, Hermione, <laughs> Draco, and Pansy, everyone's favorite Hogwarts character, Pansy Parkinson, oh um, are no longer able to go to Hogwarts because of their sexuality. Honestly, probably true. J.K. Rowling does not seem totally down. Not an ally. Not so an ally. they're going to a Muggle school. Okay, interesting. Cute. And so they go to McKinley High. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Um, our one of the warnings on this is graphic depictions of violence, which yikes. Um, oh god, I don't know why that tells me that Karofsky's here and he's as bad as it ever. doesn't look like he is. It looks like what, what we're really working with is Blaine and Kurt, great. Finn and Puck. Four. This is the gayest Four. school in the world. Uh, Rachel Clearly. and Quinn. Santana and Brittany, Hermione Granger and Pansy Parkinson, everyone's favorite lesbians, I guess. Draco <laughs> and Harry, obviously. And Ron and Blaze. You remember Blaze Zambini from from the Harry Potter universe, of course. I'm I'm surprised that I don't. You wouldn't. Blaze is like a no one character, and the only reason he's in the movies at all is because one of either Crab or Goyle got arrested and couldn't be in the final one, so they introduced yes. this other other rude boy. Wait, is that truly what happened? Because I I went this whole time assuming that they just recast either Crab or Goyle and did not address it, a la Aunt Viv or something. Yeah, Crab wasn't in the last movie because he was uh, yeah, arrested. arrested. Yes. I remember that for possession. Yeah, so they had this other guy whose name was whose name was Blaze. Blaze Zabini. Sure. Sure. Why? Come on, tell I... me. Oh, he was growing <laughs> marijuana in his family home. Which nowadays is laughable, but like back then it was a fucking Guess scandal. Not. Um also, I am genuinely surprised that like it didn't end up with like Harry and Finn and Draco and Kurt and like Hermione and Quinn like stuff like that like like they had such an opportunity to go in on those mashups or whatever I guess they were just like we just want to bring the Harry Potter characters and the ships we care about from there 
Um, I mean, I'm sure we are running a full, like, literature crit circle. Obviously. Of of 13-year-olds. Right. Um, so, now, because, like, we, like I said, so, most of these were people writing in Ryan Murphy's universe. Some mm -hmm. highlights, so there was only, like, 72 that are not, that are maybe a little more out there for alternative universe purposes. Here's some highlights. Mm -hmm. This one takes Please. place on the Cinnabar Island gym. Yes, you heard me right. That's in Pokemon. Oh my god. Yeah. They, the, the, oh, because the Cinnabar Island gym leader in Pokemon is named Blaine, so they just said, what if that Blaine was oh, our Oh, sure. Okay. That's less of a leap, but sure. This one says Glee slash Animorphs. Fascinating. Uh, those first two, both Blaine, uh, both Blaine. Mm -hmm. Then we've got a college one. But that's that's Rachel and Quinn. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Always. That that's the most most sense. This one, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this one is either. Oh, Shelby kidnapped Rachel when Rachel was four and left Ohio. But then Shelby dies and the truce is discovered and Rachel is brought back to Lima. And somehow ends up with Quinn in this. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is a pen pal one. Great, we love that. This one's medieval. Who are the pen pals? Um, or is that something that I just don't know what that like term means in the fanfiction context? Rachel's son and Quinn's daughter are pen pals. Okay, that it's exactly what I thought it was. So, and then and then Quinn and Rachel end up together. In a the romantic end. yes, a romantic comedy set oh in the God. future with Rachel and Quinn are in their early thirties. A cross-country school project brings Rachel's son and Quinn's daughter together as pen pals, hijinks ensue. Jesse dies. Mike and Quinn divorce. Oh. Rachel and Quinn reconnect through their children's pen pal thing. So this is a Jesse St. James ended up with Rachel, and uh -huh. Quinn ended up with someone named Mike. Mike Chang? Don't know. That's what I'm wondering, because there's only one Mike so far. Right? Is it a, is it a fake Mike? Is it a magic Mike? No, it's it's a it's Mike Chang, because you, good for them. This is good Quinn's daughter them. named Chloe Chang. That's cute. Wow. Okay, look, I'll get like that. That's cute. Okay, I like that. I, have I mean, justice for Tina once yeah, again, honestly. but like you know. Well, they're gonna get well. You know, they're gonna get divorced. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. This one takes place in medieval times. It's also Blaine and Claire, of course. Okay, like the actual medieval times, not the restaurant. No, it's a Merlin. I would, I believe someone probably. There's got to be a fanfiction set in the like, restaurant of medieval what, times. What with like seventeen thousand fanfics, one of them has to be at medieval times, the restaurant, I'm gonna, the dinner theater. I'm look out for this. One of them has to be that like, one of them got a job performing as like Rachel is either like the princess who all the knights are fighting for, and Finn got hired to play a knight. Yeah. Like, but, like, so did Puck, and, like, so did Mike Chang or something, See? or, like, so did Sassy, Jesse St. James. Now, and it's now you're and thinking it. Becomes, it. Yeah, and it becomes a whole conquest for Rachel, and it's not just about the theatrics, it's about who's actually going to win Rachel's heart. Beautiful. I love this Thank for you. Thank you so much. You should really write that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've spent enough time with you. <laughs> this one is where everyone's cat boys. Cat boys? You know, like... They're human cat hybrids. So they're okay. Cat boys. They're cats. The movie. Okay. No, no. 
if you look up a cat boy, it's very different from t- Cats 2019. Catboys and cat girls me. are a very specific type of thing. Less less creepy, more just like cute people, but they also have cat ears. Yeah, that's a cat boy. Well, one of, the, okay. one of those is from PJ Masks. <laughs> The yes. one that's a cartoon is from PJ Masks, which is a children's show and should not be counted in this discussion. Okay, basically what I'm getting... Okay, I, okay I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with cat- you. They're very well dressed. Yes. They are impeccably dressed. They are, Good for them. so you could see how Kurt could be a cat boy. Yeah, totally. 100%. Um, also, that maybe has something to do with Silent Hill. Confusing. Um, this one takes place with Supernatural. Of course it does. I'm surprised I haven't oh seen God. more Supernatural. Me too. Um... <laughs> but Harry Rachel Potter. and Quinn still end up together. Slytherins and Gryffindors don't mix. Everyone knows that. So Blaine is understandably shocked the first time Kurt Hummel deems to speak to him. Which one's the Slytherin? Which one's the Gryffindor? I guarantee that Kurt is the Slytherin. I could see that. Yes. Kurt's a Slytherin. Okay. This is going to really millennial us, but, like, do you agree with that? Here's the thing. Kurt, I feel, okay. Kurt could very well be a Gryffindor if he chose to be a Gryffindor. Because like half of half of Kurt's whole plot is like, oh, you're so brave, courage, yeah, courage. But also, and I I feel like Blaine could be a Gryffindor because he chose to be. Because otherwise, I'm like this Hufflepuff motherfucker. That's true. Here's the thing, I will uh, say. This is all aside from the fact. This is all aside from the very Potter musical of it, right? Which which I have not seen. No, but it definitely colors people's perceptions. I will say, Kurt's got that, like, Kurt's a little conniving. He keeps coming up with these schemes that don't really work out for him, but... Right. I could see it. In the same way, God forbid, that I kind of see Rachel Berry as a Slytherin It looks like Rachel is also a Slytherin in this. Because she's just so fucking ambitious. Like, blindly ambitious. Um, obviously people were more invested. We can tell that just by the numbers of this. Yes, because as we know, this was, like, not the height of Glee, but, like, no. it was very much on the upshot. Right. No, it is, it's It's coming up, and I'm guessing there'll be even more next season. We, we'll never know. <laughs> and then there's some, like, prom ones. Like, it's all very fluffy, light, G-rated kind of, like... I, I, be- I expect that from my teenage fan base. Oh, like, this is cute. Like, Kurt and Blaine's first kiss through my version of what happened after the camera cut away from the second kiss based on the song as long as you're mine from wicked so like okay, yeah like sure literally everything about that you're like of course yes of course oh my there's, god yeah i can see it there's a i've now seen two referencing darren chris previous career as an online musical sensation one that talks about a very yes. potter musical and another one that's actually about one of his very early original songs which is hilarious mm. um yeah, so it's what I would expect. But I'm still... But do they have written in the stars from Aida? I'm, I'm going to search within all these. I'm just going to search for the word Aida and see if... No. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. I am, I am disappointed. It's right We're there. We're going to do a, a swerve right here. Um, <laughs> and that's actually my first swerve. I have a second swerve as well. Um, Ooh. Oh my god, there's only 13... Only 13 Aida fics on this whole site. Wow. And Man, we need that Aida sans. Aida and Ramades, yeah. Aida and Maris, hell yeah. Of course. Hell yeah. Of course. One, of course. And Maris Absolutely. and Merv. Oh, yeah, the, uh... Yeah. 
And then this one is a matchup of Aida and Stephen King's It. That's confusing. Fine. That's confusing. Wow, I can't <laughs> believe people aren't writing this here Supernatural in Aida. What gonna... the fuck? What does that even mean? It means someone took the brothers from Supernatural. No, I know what it means, but like, what? So put them in the world of Aida. Oh. Oddly enough, from like the five episodes I've seen of Supernatural, I could see it. I'm glad. I'm glad that that tracks for you. Well, because yeah, it has. There's like time travel and shit in Supernatural, right? There's everything in Supernatural. Exactly. It's Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nothing about this shocks me as I look through it. Um, this one is The Hobbit and Aida. Sure. I don't know enough about The Hobbit to know if Bilbo and Thorin is something that people care about, but... Me neither. Oh, a tribute to the dwarves of Annabor, to the song of the god of love, Nubia. Wow, I'm learning a Banger. lot. So anyway, um, <laughs> the other thing I was like, okay, well, we talked about Glee fanfiction, and now we talked about Aida fanfiction. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm not. No, you shouldn't be. Then I was like, now, were people, did people care about these as actors? Because people sometimes get too involved in the lives of those uh, that yes. they so. So then I was like, what if I just search Matthew Morrison? Um, and I did. Uh-oh. Uh, first of all, someone wrote someone wrote a fiction quite recently where it looks like JoJo Siwa murders Matthew Morrison. They did that for all of Gen Z. And I don't know why, but I'm fine with it. Um... And so then I was like, okay, there's not a ton. People aren't super interested in writing about Matthew Morrison. But there is, interestingly, to connect us to last mm -hmm. season, a Matthew Morrison, Diana, Diana Ingram one. Okay. From, okay. like, this writer out. It was, came out in, like, May of 2010. And it is yeah. about them just getting it on. I guess it, which I honestly, better Matthew Morrison, Diana Ingram is two consenting adults. Worse that it's two actual people. That oh. did not want maybe this to be written. Oh, God. I... Yeah. I'm wondering if they, like, know about this. I don't know. I, I kind of hope they don't. Right. Like, real pivotal fanfiction starts to get into a line that I don't know Agreed. how it goes. Agreed. Like, this one is oh, about... I don't like it. I think this one's about Chris Colfer and Mark Sailing. I don't like that. We don't even have to keep that busy. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> That's troubling. Matthew Morrison climbs into his co-star's lockers. Oh, disgusting. Lockers? Yeah. He can't fit in lockers. That one's called Matt's Kink, and I don't like it. No, absolutely not. No. So to answer my own question that you didn't want to answer, yes. Yes, people are writing uh, Matthew Morrison's fiction. Uh. I think my favorite one is JoJo Siwa kills Matthew Morrison. Ugh, Wow. So, yeah, my official analysis is I'm not shocked by the numerical uptake. I'm not shocked by the right. amount of clean fanfiction, but I am shocked that it was not the most widely read or, and liked, like, fandom of the time. That, that, what is this strangle her that Kurt Puck had on them back then? If you were into the Glee fanfic of the day... Mm -hmm. Please write in. Please comment on our Instagram posts. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Let us know what... What was this? What was this? Why? Why this? Why? Why this? Why this decision? So, and then my other sort of 
of like musing, I guess, is like it, I think it's interesting. I don't exactly know why I think it's interesting that the one that pe the clean fic that people were engaging with the most is one where Kurt is dying from Huntington's disease. Like, that, what is it? That is so morbid. It is. Maybe people just needed more more drama in their. Like, the show was getting too weird. If you were involved in this piece of the fanfic community, write in and tell us what the fuck was up with that. there's, like, value to, like, seeing someone be taken care of, loving people yeah. through hard times. Maybe people feel like they're kind of living through that, right. through that fanfic. I could but see I that, just, sure. I, I, it startled me. I expected more just, like, bullshit, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of these that were published later in the into the season is when people are right not talking about and it. And this is all just season two. This was only during the runtime of season two, not even the like the runtime of season two. If I, not even not. Which brings us up to almost two thousand. So in between two thousand stories, in between May and September, when there was no Glee, people wrote like like six hundred works of fan fiction. Because now we're up to okay. 1970. Um, That's not nothing. And you know what? That's quite a lot. There's a plot. There's a plot twist. There's a plot twist? Oh my god, do tell. The, the, the number one, this was written in July of 2011. And, the, and it is mm -hmm. Kurt and Quinn. Quinn and Rachel. That is a plot twist. Kurt and Sam. Sure. All three of them. Okay, sure, it's sure. It's a longer story. That's all in one? Yeah. That's all in one? Yes. Oh. All, all, at some point, all, all of those happen. It's a season one alternative universe. So it looks like, you know how Kurt dated Britney to be like, no, I am a street boy? It looks like this has... Vaguely, yeah. This has Quinn and Kurt getting together to both, like, test out their... Confirm their sexualities. And then sure. Quinn will end up with Rachel and Kurt will end up with Sam. Nice come end game. Do you understand the Quinn Rachel end game? I do. Um, I talked like, about it a little I've... bit in one of the season two episodes that if they weren't, like they could totally be a power couple in. Yes. And I can see the vibes. I can see wanting. I think if you look hard enough, you can always find more queer subtext and queer ships in a show, even if it already has canon ones that you're right. looking for. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. And talk about enemies to lovers. Like, they've gone back and forth because they were... Enemies to lovers. Right. Enemies to And then they were lovers. friends, and, like, there's that whole thing about Rachel wanting to steal her nose. Like, <laughs> they have a lot of those moments. Got your nose. <laughs> That's the whole episode. Um, <laughs> How did we not catch that? I'm so disappointed in us. Yeah, they have a lot of moments where it's like they're sitting down and having very serious talks about how amazing they are. But it's yeah. the other one where Quinn is like, "You're so you're gonna have a wonderful life, and I'm gonna be stuck here in Ohio." Or Rachel's like, right. "You're the most beautiful girl in this school," and you're like, "Okay, you guys <laughs> are talking about this a lot." Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does come up a lot, and also like. For, not for some reason there's a very good reason it's because we run this show yeah. that like i've seen a lot of like glee gossip tiktoks yep. come my way and like a yes. lot of behind the scenes glee tiktoks and 
a lot of them are about this sort of like rumored Rachel, not Rachel, not Rachel Berry, mm-hmm. Leah Michelle, Diana Avon yeah. romance, the Achelle of it all, which is not the best ship name, I oh, think. Oh, better but than come. It's a lot better. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers or whatever. So, yeah, I, so I think you're 100% right that what people were seeing, because between season two and season three, as I think when that live tour happened, yes. so people were seeing this happening. They were going to the tours and being like, Oh, look at all that hand-holding that's happening. And then they were like... Like, obviously, it was there before, because people can find... That's the beauty of fanfiction, is you can write whatever the fuck you want, even if it's not what the show wants you to. But I could see how Mm -hmm. it would explode post-tour. Now I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, what was out in, like, 2010, 2011? Like, what shows were we watching that, like, Glee could possibly be fanficked up, mashed up style with, and it's like... I can tell you. Is there a New Girl mashup? Is there a Brooklyn oh, Nine-Nine mashup? I was on the wrong tab, and I got excited. Um, this is someone who wrote a Doctor Who, um, Aida one, different. Um... Yo! The ones that people were writing about back then, of, like, let's see... Okay. Supernatural, obviously. Mm-hmm. Buffy was a big one. Okay. High School yeah. Musical, Harry Potter, Doctor Who, Queer as We folk. talked about a High School Musical one last time, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, okay, Queer as Folk. Which is interesting. And then Glee, Glee Real People fanfiction, so people who were writing, crossing it over with the actors. But yeah, that is... That is as much as I think we... Luckily, I'm going to say, this time we didn't have to think about... We had to think a lot less about Will actively having sex with any of his students. I had to think about it some, but it looks yes. like at least it took place in the future. Progress, in fact, has been made. The bar was low and we sailed over it. The bar was in hell and we were able to, yeah, we were able I to sail. I still don't understand Puck and Kurt, and nope. I refuse to learn, but Will, and I was shocked at how little claim there was. But there it is. That's how the scene was feeling. As always... If you were actually in this fandom and writing fanfiction during this time, please write it and tell me because yes. I won't put you on blast, but I am curious to know when you, you know, boots on the ground, what was it like the next yes, days? Yes, we, we will report, but we will keep you anonymous. That is our that is our promise. Unless you don't want to and you really want that thing to blow up. Yeah, when, in which, which case, case we, yeah, totally. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll signal boost you. And at, with that, I guess the show is at gleeaggressive, gleeaggressive mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Tom, where can people find you, Karina? <laughs> I was like, do we have? We already told them to write it about fan fiction. So yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all under the same thing, which is at Epic Adventure of. And you can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, at iBroads on Fa- at iBroads on TikTok. I almost mm-hmm. said Facebook. Um, wow. And uh, ianjbrodsky.com, because I have some fun stuff coming up if you're in the New York area, and um, check it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, folks, that has been our second annual Glee Fanfiction Book Club Extravaganza. What a our delight. first episode of bonus content for our midway between season two and season three. Yes. Oh, uh, if this comes, yeah, when this comes out, you should go, uh, check out that I guested on a podcast that just came out or is coming out very soon. Yeah. Uh, called Life's But a Song, where I get to talk about Glee season five. Uh, Ian couldn't join because there's too many spoilers. Right. I, I opted out of this one. If you want to hear my thoughts on the trash fire that is Glee Season 5, go check that out. Um, we'll have 
relinked it at least on the Instagram, probably the Twitter. Amazing. We'll see. But yes, it was a very, very fun time. And Exciting. I highly recommend it. Oh, I'm so. so happy for you guys. Well, uh, I guess we don't have to talk about whether or not you want to watch more Glee because we already know what our next bonus content is. Yes, we do. And I'm so excited. So Cannot wait. Yeah, you can join us next time for another episode of bonus content where we get to indulge in what's, I think, are essentially our favorite hobby, uh, actually talking about other musicals that aren't Glee at all.